we're going to learn a uh, from Rengen that the Rebbe delivered in Parshas Valischa in uh, 1988. Uh, I'm going to send to you. You'll have to follow along and sign. Okay, Yudua Ha'ira. It's known the lesson, the instruction. You have to live with the times. It lives with the Torah portion, which is connected to this time. We're supposed to live with the lesson and instruction of this week's parasha. During this year, uh, I've always quoted this verse. The living should take the heart, because this was in the year after the passing of the Rebbeson. So this is hinted to, in the language of the, of the Pasuk, the living should take to heart. So what does this mean, the living should take to heart? Simple meaning is, those who are alive should pay attention. But that explains deeper meaning to this, 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 this phrase. So call me up. Come, come, come inside, the water's fine. Anyone who is alive, which is, this refers to the Jewish people, because it says in the Torah that you who are connected to Hashem, you are alive. So all those, the living should take to heart means all those who are connected, connected to Hashem, because Torah says, connected to Hashem is what brings life. That's what life is. So women and children, and men, women, and children, all the Jewish people, every single Jew, is alive because every single Jew is attached to Hashem. So you who are alive, you are attached to Hashem, you have to pay attention with your heart. What, why your heart? Your heart is where the life is. Your heart is, is, is the mishkan achayis. The heart is what stores life. Adam hu nefesh. Let me send it to you. We're using a PDF. Let me send it to you. Uh, hold on a second. What, what's your phone number again? 714 261 7631. Do you need to text it to me because my WhatsApp's not? Yeah, I'm texting it to you. Okay. Oh, it doesn't let me. It only send me images, videos, and text. Less. doesn't let me send the whole file. Oh. Go, 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 go to rebbedrive.com and it has, it has the. Look up Tashimam Ches Balizki, you'll see it. Okay, so, so the. the, the um, the source of life in uh, ourselves is our heart. The heart is what, con- is, is what contains the blood, and the blood is the soul. So, so we have to pay attention with our heart, with our life, with our soul, Torah. The Torah is called our life in the length of our days. Especially to pay attention to, with our heart, the Torah the matters of Torah, which have connected to this specific time, like this week's Torah portion, we have to pay attention with our heart, more to be alive with them. So, means you are connected to Hashem, you, you have to put your life in, into, to put your, put your heart into your life. Uh, to put your heart into your life, meaning, said, the simple meaning is, you're alive, you pay attention with your heart. But, I think what I was saying is, you are connected to Hashem. You need to put your heart into your life. Your life is an action to Hashem. Pay attention to your heart to the Torah, which is your life. Pay, put your heart into your life. 
the living should take the heart mean, means the, li- the heart should pay attention to life. The, the, the neshama, the, 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 the heart of the Jew, the deepest part of the Jew should pay attention to the Torah which is relevant to the time that you're in. That's what the author means when he says you should live with the times, you should pay attention with your heart to, um, to your life, to, to the Torah. Okay. Since this Torah portion, Balescha, is associated with the time of the giving of the Torah, Blake's thinking one sec, we had 12 days to make up the sacrifices, we're past that time already, so what are you talking about, the time of giving the Torah, we already passed it, no, we're still in the time of giving, connected to the giving of the Torah, because, we are in the third month. The whole third month of the year is associated with the Torah, which the Torah is called the Torah of Three. The Torah is called the Torah of Three for many reasons. The Torah has turning Suvim. The Torah has three kinds of mitzvahs in it. So the third month of the year is associated with the giving of the Torah. And especially Shabbos is associated with the giving of the Torah because it says in the Talmud that everyone agrees that the Torah was given on Shabbos. So Yesh Parsha Zub Mucha Bhishwas Khosa Parsha Bhishashi Lim the Vira bin Kloiv Ikri Batera Kulakam. So so there is in this week's Torah portion, and especially in the beginning and the head of the Torah portion, there is an instruction and a lesson, but a fundamental thing, but a, a all encompassing matter of Torah. So we should pay attention with our hearts to this all encompassing message we get it from the very beginning of the sixth Torah portion. Okay. In the beginning of the sixth Torah portion, Rashi quotes the word Bahaloischa. When Farish Rashi says, What does Bahaloischa mean? The Torah is talking about lighting the menorah, but the word Bahaloischa literally means when you will rise, when you will ascend. When Farish Rashi explains, How come the Torah portion about the lighting the menorah is written? Right after we read about the gifts of the leaders of each tribe, so Rashi explains, Aaron saw how every other leader of every other tribe offered a gift to Hashem. He felt bad because he didn't give a gift. Not he didn't give a gift, not his tribe didn't give a gift. So God told Aaron, I swear to you by your life. Your portion is greater than all of theirs. Because you light and you prepare the candles. You found it, by the way? No. So, that's the... Uh, you need an airdrop. The, it's okay, it's easy to get it. So, the Rebbe explained this Rashi many times. The Rebbe says, what we're going to focus on today is the words of Rashi, Chol Shodaiti, or Aaron felt bad. So, this is even easier. Just, just do this. Oh. Even easier. But, whatever. You found it. Thank you so much. Okay. So, um, what does Rashi mean when he uses the expression Chol The different ways to express pain in Hebrew. 
different words that express that denote pain. But Rashi Rash uses expression specifically of choshadaite. Choshadaite means literally, if I would translate it, I would say his mind became weak. The regular expression that Rashi uses throughout the, the whole Torah is tsar, tsar means pain, or a, a language of, of expressing a question or demand, like Lam Nigara, late in this Torah portion, the Jewish people could not bring the first Paschal Lamb. They came and they said, Lam Nigara, we, we, we have a question, we have a demand. But Choshadaite is very unusual expression, and Rashi doesn't mention, use this expression throughout the whole Torah. I think it was Remendel Lipsker, I think it was the Rebbe's emissary to South Africa, he, he, I don't know the, exactly the circumstances. I think it was after ten years being in South Africa, and he wrote to the Rebbe. He has, he, he's trying to think of like a way he could express the Rebbe's frustration. So, so he figured to use the language of the Talmud, Chalisha Sadas, like the, the language Rashi is using over here. I have Chalisha Sadas because I don't not, not accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. Whatever, and the Rebbe gave him over the head. So you see those miracles and wonders and, and where you are, it's an impossible all things you're accomplishing and the kinds of institutions you're building, how can you say you have Chalisha Sadas? Anyways so we want to understand what, what's, what's the specific wording over here, Chalisha Sadas We see that Rashi is actually veering from the Medrash which uses a similar expression the Medrash says Arn was a guma, Arn was Metzer, Arn felt gloomy, Arn felt pain. Arn said, woe is to me. That's the language of the Medrash, where Rashi is getting this from. However, Rashi veers from the language of the Medrash. Rashi uses an unusual expression, so Rashi's intent over here is not to say that as a result of his pain, Aaron had Chalisha Sadas. Rather, Rashi wants to say that there's something distinct, not connected to pain, that we need to focus on what was the difference between and Same thing. Oh. The explanation is when the, the Medish used a different expression. Medish says Aguma, he was I think he was he was in agony, he was in pain. He said, Woe is to me. Rashi says a distinct idea, not connected to pain, not as a result of the pain, rather Rashi emphasizes the, the das, the mind of Arin. His mind, he had, he had felt weak in his mind, in his perspective. What's going on? What's Rashi trying to emphasize? It's understood also to a five-year-old. Why does God give us intelligence? What's the purpose of knowledge? What's the purpose of, of why man was, is distinct to have knowledge? The reason a person is given das, given this, this gift of knowledge, 
this is parenthetically such an amazing thing. You ever asked this question in your life before? Why do I not have a salami on top of my shoulders? Why do I have a brain? You ever asked that? I've told you why. The reason you have to, the previous Rebbe said, the reason why a soldier has a head is in order to aim a rifle. Rebbe says a similar thing over here. The reason why a person has das is to know the reason why God made them, why God made a human being. To know that I was created to serve my master, to delve deeply in my mind about all that's connected in the purpose of why I'm here. That's why I have this, uh, this piece of salami on my shoulders with the brain inside. The, 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 the brain is meant to delve into... Three-pound meat-based computer. Yes, yes. And what the goal of this computer is, this computer has a specific function. It's about figuring out everything connected to the purpose of your creation. There's an arrow. There's an arrow on, the, on your computer. The arrow is, what do you, why did God create you? What's your function? What you, how, you, how can you serve Hashem? So in here we're talking about Arin. What's the main role of Aaron? Aaron is meant to serve Hashem. The word Lachaneli means to be a coin for me, but the word coin means service. Aaron is meant to serve Hashem. Aaron stood before God and served Hashem. By him serving in the tabernacle, he who stood before Hashem and served Hashem there. So what's the purpose of Hashem giving Aaron intelligence in order that he should use his mind in all that's connected with the tabernacle, that it should be in the perfect way? And now we can understand why Aaron's das, why Aaron's intelligence felt weak when he saw that everyone else was contributing to the tabernacle except for him. Since the whole purpose of this intelligence is in order to know what his function, what has to be done in the tabernacle, since he saw that I wasn't part of this, then his intelligence became weak. What's the whole point of why I have intelligence to know how to serve Hashem in the tabernacle? And all of a sudden he discovers that he cannot use his intelligence to serve Hashem in the tabernacle because everyone else is doing it, not for him. He's not doing it. So he cannot use his intelligence to know how can I contribute to the tabernacle because he wasn't invited. He's not allowed to contribute to the tabernacle every way everyone else was. So his Whole, his whole function of his mind is to figure out what, how can I best serve Hashem, the tabernacle, and, and so, so, so what am I doing now? That's why Aaron felt weak in his mind. Yes, yeah, let's explain this more. Although Aaron could not be part of the inauguration, not him, not his tribe, he still knew very well that among all the Jewish people, he and his tribe, he and his tribe were chosen to serve Hashem and to serve Hashem in the tabernacle. He knew that the service of Hashem in the tabernacle is done through him and his children. With the assistance of the Levim, who show up even on Monday morning, the rest of the Jewish people couldn't do that. And more, even the inauguration of the temple of these leaders of the tribes, they brought their sacrifices, fine. But who actually offered the sacrifices? It was Aaron. So what was his issue? 
His offering, the sacrifices of the leaders of the tribes, is not considered part and parcel of the inauguration of the tabernacle. What's inauguration mean? Doing something special, something unique, something excessive, something more than regular, in honor of the beginning, in honor of the fundamental um, establishment of the service of the, of the tabernacle. It's like educating a child. When you educate a child, when you first bring him into, into school, you give the child gifts. So what Aaron was doing, offering their sacrifices, that's just his Monday morning 9 to 5. That's what he always does. That's not something about part of the inauguration. So Aaron said, I'm not part of the inauguration. I'm doing my regular job. Why, can't, why am I not part of the inauguration? Isn't that my f- function in the world, to serve Hashem the tabernacle? How come I'm not part of the inauguration? And that's why he felt terrible when he was not part of the inauguration. The fact that he could not participate in the, in the inauguration, although everything else tabernacle he does, everything else that has to happen in the tabernacle Aaron does, but he, the fact that he can, can be part of the inauguration, that made him feel weak. Since the entire purpose of his mind is for the service of the tabernacle, so something's happening in the tabernacle, which is his court, right, his, his domain, something really, really special, the inauguration of the tabernacle. So now it's happening without him being there, without his participation. So I can't use Aaron thinking to himself. I can't use my mind for the inauguration. There's something happening in the tabernacle, and I have not. The, 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 the tabernacle is my life, and here's something special happening in the tabernacle, a unique thing, the inauguration, and I am not able to use my mind to figure out what, how I can make this better. Although that day and every every Aaron does everything else that happens in the tabernacle, and therefore the Aaron felt weakness in his das. Doesn't say that he didn't have das. Doesn't say that he lost his mind because he still needed to use his mind for everything else that happened in the tabernacle. But he felt a weakness in his perspective, in his mind, in his understanding. He felt like, like um, I'm not able to use my mind for what is on the table right now in this tabernacle. I'm, 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 not, I'm not relevant. We can add explanation to these words of Rashi. Aaron felt bad when he was not, or his mind felt weak, when he did not participate in the inauguration. Medesh Yisam, Aaron said to himself, Oh, you leave, woe is to me, Shem Bishvili, and Koshbochem, Kabashutta Shalevi. Aaron thought, Why wasn't I invited? Says the Medrash. Aaron thought, because it's, it's because of me, because I, had a, I participated in the sin of the golden calf. That's why the tribe of Levi is not going to be invited to inaugurate the tabernacle. That's what Aaron thought. I'll show you a little bit. 
that is also in Teres Koinim, in the beginning of Parsha Shemini, Aaron was afraid to offer a sacrifice on the eighth day of the inauguration because Aaron thought that there's still some remnant of the sin of the golden calf, and so much so, he's not invited to participate in the, tabern- in the inauguration, not him, not his tribe, because he, uh, the, since he is a leader of the tribe of Levi, so the whole tribe not invited because of him. That's what the Medrash says. Rashi doesn't mention anything about Aaron feeling guilty about this golden calf and that stuff. Rashi mentions that sentiment elsewhere. Rashi says that the reason why Aaron felt, the reason why the divine presence did not descend and re- in a manifest way upon the tabernacle after all of the inauguration was done, Aaron felt it was because of him. So that, <coughs> that Rashi mentions. Okay, but Rashi has mentioned this here. We have to say over here, Rashi is of the opinion, this is, Aaron had nothing to worry about, according to Rashi, that it was because of him that his tribe wasn't invited. Why not? Why Maybe that, that, why does Rashi not accept the, what the Medrash is saying? That Aaron felt bad because uh, he felt that he was guilty, it was his fault that his tribe couldn't participate. The reason is with Pashtus. Let's go into history for a second. On the 23rd day of Adar was the beginning, beginning of the inauguration of the temple. That's when Moshe Rabbeinu served there for seven days. And then on the eighth day, that's, the eighth day was the first of Nisan. And the first day of Nisan, that's when the Shechina was manifest upon the Jewish, upon the tabernacle. And that's when also the 12 tribes began offering their sacrifices, each one offering a sacrifice on the various days, Yehuda on day one, and Yisach on day two, etc. So already on the first of Nisan, which is the eighth inauguration, we already, Aaron already knew that God had forgiven him for the sin of the golden calf, because uh, when Aaron felt bad, and um, the Jewish people also felt bad, the Jewish people also felt the reason why the divine presence wasn't being manifest was because of they said to Moshe, whatever we have done is not going to work because God hasn't forgiven us for the sin of the golden calf. Let Hashem's presence rest upon us, said the Jewish people to Moshe, when we'll know that God has forgiven us. So Hashem said, so Moshe told them, I'll tell you what we need to do. Aaron, my brother, is more important than me. He is, he is worthier than me. And through his sacrifices, um, specifically, the Shekhinah will rest, and you will know that God shows him. So, so, when the inauguration is complete, after people already see that God shows Aaron, and he is serving for 12 days as an, in the inauguration, certainly he knew that there's no remnant of the sin, the golden calf, vis-a-vis his acceptance He's being accepted to serve in the tabernacle. If there was an issue, he wouldn't have been invited on day one, 
of Nisan, and he wouldn't be able to serve for the last 12 days. So certainly he wasn't concerned about his tribe being disinvited because of his participation in the Golden Calf. So what was the issue, Rashi says, therefore, the issue was he felt that, uh, how come I, my whole reason that I'm here is to serve Hashem in the tabernacle, and here there's something happening special in the tabernacle, and I'm not part of it. Um... Okay, let me just conclude this paragraph. Rashi emphasizes that Aaron said to Moshe, I wasn't invited, or Aaron said to himself, I wasn't invited, my tribe wasn't invited. The tribe of Aaron is the tribe of Levi. What's unique with the tribe of Levi is that not one person did the sin of the golden calf. It's the only tribe that every single person didn't. The other tribes also had tzaddikim. But the tribe of Levi, not one person sinned. So therefore you cannot say that specifically the tribe of Levi was not invited to, to participate in the inauguration because of the sin of the golden calf. They're the last ones who have a relationship to the sin of the golden calf. And therefore Rashi says, what was the reason Aaron felt upset? Aaron's das, his intelligence, felt weak. But the only reason, reason he felt this, this weakness is not because he felt it was his fault. It wasn't because he felt pain. Rather, it's just because he wasn't participating in the inauguration. So because he knew that God chose him to take care of all the matters in the Mishkan. And therefore, he felt, he felt weakness that he wasn't commanded to participate in this specific detail of the inauguration. Okay, so the lesson we're going to see in Mitzvah Shem um, tomorrow is that every Jew is meant to be like Aaron and serve Hashem in the tabernacle. And uh, when a Jew sees or hears that Jews are involved in something, like they're involved in, 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 in the education of a Jewish child, the Rebbe says, they, they need to, they, when they see they're not, they're not part of it, they need to feel bad. How come I'm not part of it? So, uh, as we'll see him tomorrow, but uh, let's be part of it. L'chaim, l'chaim. Quick historical note, the first eight days consisted of what again? The first eight days w- was also inauguration, but it was before, before the inauguration of the tribes. The e- Moshe Rabbeinu served in the temple for seven days, yeah. from, and, the fir- and, and then... He erected it, and then... Took it down, and the Shekhinah didn't, didn't, didn't rest there yeah. until day eight, which was the first day of Nisan. Right. And the first day in this, and that's when Aaron brought the sacrifices and the Shekhinah yeah. descended, and that's also the day when they won of the gifts of the leaders that they, they brought their, their gifts to inaugurate the temple.